You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show! Oh, yeah, we're Outdoor Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, R. Brandon Long, on belay with you for the next about 40 minutes. Across from me here in the greatest podcast production vehicle we have ever. I mean, it. I mean, I like I like the van. Don't get me wrong, but I think this is becoming the new home here, the the trailer, in in the Monarch. Is it a little bit more room to yeah. kind of stretch we're, and breathe? We're, yeah, we're a little we're far enough apart where I feel comfortable. So there's no way in hell I'd be in that van outside right now. Though. <laughs> no, oh my God, it's so hot, and we don't have AC in the van. It's a, it's toasty. Yeah. It's nice and cool in here. Yeah, it feels fantastic. Um, we took another couple of weeks off. I went to Florida. Went to Kings Peak. I'll tell you about that. Did a little uh, little adventuring. So, yeah, we're hanging out here in Banning 1 inside the Monarch in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District back here for Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Uh, we have a weekly happy. We're going to, for this weekly happy, Todd, I thought I would run through what adventure mobile is right for you. This is a graphic from Outside Magazine, and we'll break it down, ask you some questions, and we'll see if we can find the correct adventure mobile for you nice. that was our weekly happy uh trip report from king's peak uh we do have some on the docket repeating and non-repeating uh in the news snow basin adds a bar illegal moose kill um blm and it's the it's the it's not the black lives matter it's actually actually the bureau of land management uh cancels the moab auction uh land or not they're not auctioning off moab we'll tell you about that uh snowing swiss chocolate yes it was snowing swiss chocolate eco challenge return rei sued over sanitizer 500 miles in 10 days stop for the love feeding moose pizza and then you choose i'm gonna give you four stories and you choose which of the four you which one of the four you want me to read and and i'll i'll tease them right now black bear sends it grizzly bear bites mountain biker's helmet why Everest isn't the highest mountain on earth and Norwegian skiing icon busted in cocaine scandal. Uh, we'll give you something worth watching, something worth reading, an update on Gear 30 quote of the week, outdoor jukebox featuring a local artist, all of this and more on the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. 358 Moose Pizza, so let's charge. He summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. All right, Todd, we're going to figure out which adventure mobile is right for you. This is a... A graphic from outsideonline.com anybody can go to we'll link it but you can go to outsideonline.com it says start here so we'll go down okay question number one like a choose your own adventure thing. yes okay do you aspire to sleep in something other than a tent no judgment yes yes okay you're ready so if it says no i'm old school then it's like great the whatever vehicle you got you're good. That's your adventure vehicle. Okay. So yes, it says I'm ready to upgrade. Do you own or want to own a truck? 
Yes. You do want to own a truck. Okay. I would like to have a truck for a second vehicle. Yes. Okay. So yes. Okay. So we're going to the left side here. Uh, if you said no, then then the answer, the next question would be, can you own a second vehicle just for camping? But since you said yes, does the idea of towing something fill you with dread? Question mark. No. No. Okay. No, it's no big deal. Do you have a big family or a physical limitation that demands extra space? No. No. Okay. The answer for your adventure mobile would be a teardrop. Or pop-up trailer. Dun, 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 dun. Which we know something about. Kind of yeah. like what we're in right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, weird. I ended up with a van. Which, um, how did you get in your direction? Okay, so, um, do you own a truck? No. Okay. Um, can you own a second vehicle just for camping? Yes. Uh, do you love driving down dirt four, four by four roads in search of remote dispersed campsites? I think... Yes, because that would be kind of fun. It's fun to get away. And it says, good, then you need a camper van. Because camper vans, you can go get like the four-wheel drive kind. And obviously, there's a lot of flaws in this slide show thing here. But there's kind of There's fun. more all-terrain trailers now that you can pull. Mm -hmm. All-terrain trailers. The tents on top of your car. Um, you can I was looking at that. That's funny you brought this up. I was just looking this week. I got caught in the little rabbit hole of... Uh, airstream their airstream uh base camp that is a sweet that is what that's your adventure mobile according to this right here it is kind of yeah. like that yeah yeah it's very it's but it's enough for a shower it's got a toilet it's got a sink and a stove a place for like two people to sleep you could go four if you need to but it, the two would be fine for me and enough room for like a bike and that would be just fine. And you can tow it with most, with your vehicle for sure. I probably could with mine for the smaller one. Yeah, yeah. which you've got a, a smaller Jeep. Mm -hmm. um, okay, well, it is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, and my wife is calling. Nice. So um, I'm going to have to decline her and just tell her later that since inception 10 years ago. Her timing. Her is timing perfect. is impeccable. Um, okay, well, should, should we move on, I guess, to Trip Report, King's Peak. Speaking of trailers i saw coming home from king's peak in the evanston gas station did you say evanston 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 evanston, evanston yeah. gas station utah has a tendency to slip into the Do we go in evanston but it's evanston it's evanston yeah. a uh bolus road chief grab your phone look up bolus Road Chief. I'd Road never, Chief sounds familiar. I've never seen one in real life. So it is silver like an Airstream, but they come to a point. The door is on the end. So not on the side of like most trailers. It opens from the end. It is twice. Now, if you think Airstreams are expensive, the Bolus Road Chiefs are twice the price of any Airstream. It's like owning a private jet, only a trailer, right? This thing is absolutely stunning. And of all places, I saw pulling out of the gas station at the Evanston, uh, like Flying J or something. These are like, like one hundred and seventy-five to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right? I saw one the other day coming over from Kings Peak. That's insane. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, for your trailer, your little oh. tow, little tow behind there. What's the maximum Airstream cost? They're they're up or over a hundred. You can go over a hundred, like one thirty, I think, for but the big boys. Double that? Yeah. What do they do? I I think, like you said, it's like a private. It is very like a Gulf exclusive. It's yeah. like, I mean, name your fashion brand. I mean, it's kind of like that, you know. 
but they're cool and, and they're not huge. I mean, it's not like they're bigger than Airstreams. They have a lot of tech in them. I'm they claim to, to be. Are they, are they uh, like steel? Like the. They're metal. They're zero um, emissions or whatever. Whoa. I mean, they, they're very friendly for the environment. Have they been made for a while? Are they vintage or new? Yeah, they're, they're, they're vintage, but they're, they still make new ones. Um, and so it's funny is. Is I was searching now. If you used Google, bulletish looking. God, it's oh gorgeous. Gosh. I mean, what was pulling it? Gorgeous. I can't remember. I because you'd really, have to have the right thing to pull that. Well, yeah, and I don't. It was like a truck, I, and it was. Um. Anyway, if you're in the market, there you go. So King's Peak was fun. I uh, missed you. I thought about you a lot. Uh, do you know that it was 12 years ago? Like two days ago and 12 years ago that you and I did our first King's Peak trip where you earned the name Todd to the top and I did not summit. I sat What was the, what's the opposite of to the top? Todd, uh, Brandon to the middle. Because I hiked so far. You, you so made up for it because I think I've only been up twice. This is like what, your seventh, eighth? Uh, yeah, I lost count. I mean, that tells you how many times I've been up. My dog is still alive. Harry went with us and he was two years old. 12 years ago so he's close to 15 years old now did not take him this trip because he is just too, too old and that's a it's a long and it's a technical climb there at the end technical meaning there's a lot of rocks for dogs um but it gets I, a little tricky for a human like i mean you're really hopping you and, do use your hands and yeah. it's like a class two plus three minus or something climb there at the top um Man, it does not get easier, Todd. It is still a really hell of a hard, long haul. Uh, we backpacked in just like most people do. To... What was the hardest part? Was it the was it that next day? Was it the backpacking in? Was it? Well, the weekend before, I thought I would get some mileage in, and so I hiked Ben Lomond, which is, I think, about around fifteen miles, it's a fourteen and a half uh, round trip, and I blistered really bad on both heels using a pair of Salewa uh, hiking boots that I had previously really enjoyed, but I just hadn't gone that far on a trip yet or on a hike. I did mostly shorter hikes. I'm trying to picture those. Are those soft boots, hard boots, soft boots. Okay. Um, and they just didn't, they didn't do the trick on Ben Loman. And then I was, so you use Chacos. I <laughs> did. Okay. Close. I thought about it because I wore Chacos the, the four days before, because I did that on a Sunday and then we left on, you know, a, a, a Friday. Um, but I'm like, I, the only thing I can walk in right now is Chacos because they didn't rub my rub Your feet were hurting. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to wear. So I had some other Salewas approach shoes, the Firetail something other. They're like, uh, they're like approach shoes, not necessarily hiking shoes, but I put them on and they were super comfy and, and they have, um, they're almost like a like a rock climbing rand around them so that it's they're good on those rocks up high and i thought okay i'll try these and i use uh, squeaky feet on the bottom of my feet and on the hike in it was it was manageable i felt pretty good i'm like okay i feel pretty good actually and and i i, I bought a new tent so i i cut my tent weight from four pounds to two pounds i went with the hilleberg enon so it's a one person so solo tent because i Went with Scotty the Body, for those of you who know Scotty the Body. Um, and uh, right now, COVID, so sleeping in an, uh, your own tent is a good idea. So we each brought our own tent. I have a nice, lightweight sleeping bag. So my, my equipment, my my backpack was about 20 pounds before I put in um, 
the water so i was actually pretty happy with that weight carried it pretty well um i felt good to start but got a little tired now day two i just didn't have any energy i had zero energy i didn't sleep very good at night that first night and on the hike in now it's about i don't know seven miles from dollar lake to the top of kings and that last mile is just a rock pile I had zero energy. I don't know if it had to do with, um, I mean, my training regimen was severe. I sat on the beach in Florida drinking beer for at least two weeks, like a week and a half to train for this. And so it's not like you didn't give it some thought. I did. I, I really tried hard. And then when we got back, of course, I hiked Ben Lomond and I thought that's all I need. I'd say I'm done. I'm good to go. You know, let's crush it. So which is still more training than we did 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just, yeah, but we were also 12 years younger, so That's there's true. that. Uh, no, I sucked, man. I was sucking wind. I had 12-year-old girls passing me and 75-year-old men passing me. Like, I mean, I got passed by every person, but mentally I felt very confident. I'm like, well, this sucks. And I was mad at myself, but I wasn't stopping. I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to, and I knew, I know how far it is because I've done it. I knew the hike back was going to suck. And I used, I used to cramp a lot. And for some reason at my recent diet changes, I didn't cramp at all. And I normally cramp a lot and I didn't cramp at all. So that was fantastic. Um, and I, and so muscles, my legs and everything actually did pretty good. I was pretty happy with that. It's just, I had zero energy and air to get up that damn mountain i was so slow ridiculously slow but i made it made it to the top on the way back um uh, my feet started to feel every single pebble and there's a lot of rocks on that trail a lot of rocks and every step hurt and i was so slow that i just just wanted to get back to camp and i got back to camp crashed in my tent for like 45 minutes took a couple advil and took my shoes off, you know, and just laid there like dead, like this is the worst thing ever. And then after my little 45 minute nap, I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good. You know, wake up, make some dinner and I slept much better the second night and then hiked out. But that again, the hike out, my feet were already hamburger from day two. And so the hike out was every step hurt. Um, I should show you the blister I got here see it from across the yeah he burned a hole in the back and that was from ben loman it never went away and so i got multiple blisters and it just when every step hurts and you're walking thirteen thousand steps on the way out it adds up and like you want to cry with every step still a good trip saw bull moose in our camp um which is limping by the way so he probably tried to summit the day before because he was limping really hard uh, and then a female moose on the way out. Um, but I thought of you a lot. Now, this was a trip. Interestingly, I was used as a pawn by Scotty the body. Uh, Scotty is doing, I believe, five 14ers. He's flying out to Colorado tomorrow to meet a couple of, of guys who are going to take him up some 14ers. And he needed the elevation. So he said, hey, can you can you do King's Peak with me on this weekend? And I said... So he wanted a nice, easy 14er here. Yeah. So we did, well, yeah, Kings is about 13.5. And uh, the 14ers in Colorado he's going to do are all uh, all ones he has not done before. So he's going to knock them out, I guess. But I did a good sales job because 
you know, he's he's not uh, adept at backpacking. So his pack, I helped him pack his pack. And uh, anyway, his his tent, it was sleeping bag was, I was like, dude, what what is in your pack? He's like, that's my sleeping bag. I'm all, there's no way. That thing is taking up way too much space. Turns out it was one of those old school synthetic sleeping bags that's heavy as hell and takes up your whole backpack. And I showed him mine, a down bag, you know, 20 degree down bag, how, how it stuffs down and how light it was. He's like, I'm going to have to come into your shop tomorrow or on Monday and buy, and buy a bag. So he came in, spent 800 bucks. He got a new down sleeping bag. He bought the, I think it was the MSR free light two. No, no, no. It was a big Agnes, uh, big Agnes, uh, two person, um, tent. And then he bought um, a new sleeping pad because he had a, a climate pad that had no insulation. So he, he bought a new sleeping pad and then uh, he doesn't own any down apparel. And I said, you're going to color. It's going to be cold in Colorado at night, you know, and he got cold in the UNAs at night. It was because when you're used to, when it's a hundred here, but then it's 40 at night and you, it, you get cold. Oh yeah. It makes a difference. And so he bought a, a it's like a synthetic wrap. It wasn't down, but it was like a, it's a down like uh, product from Rab that was, that was really, that was 40% off. So 800 bucks he spent in the, in the store. I hope he's happy with the, with his choices, which I know he will be. He'll be happy with this. Those are yeah. good choices. Those are good investment choices. Anyway, King's Peak was fun. And it's funny because I was just talking to Greg the other day and he, he did, uh, oh crap. It's the mountain in the, in the winds that, uh. Oh, anyway, it's a big deal. But he just, he did Kings in a day the week before. And I thought, yeah, you know, there was so there was 30 people on the summit, maybe a hundred people that summited that day. There were so many, I'd never seen that many people. We were in like parking lot F, like it was way, like so many people didn't bother me at all. I liked having all those people up there. I'm kind of a social person. I thought it was fun to see. And I'd never seen so many kids and families, mom, dad, with the kids. Those kids, I thought, oh, you're torturing your children. No, they ran up the freaking mountain. Like the kids did really well. I was impressed. And so like the kids were summiting or they were just camping? Oh, at the lake? yeah, all summiting, all wow. summiting. And they were running up that freaking mountain where I, I thought, yeah, you're death marching your kids, you know, like this is probably not a good idea, but they did so well. I thought, wow, shit, maybe I should take my kids here soon. So, um, props to those parents, man, getting your kids out and up King's peak. That is not, that is not easy. There was a lot of day runners. Like you could tell, cause they were in stripped down gear with just the trail running shoes. You could tell a lot of them started from the parking lot and just did. And I, and I, a part of me thinks that that may be easier than the three day haul because it's so much lighter. You know, you just run in, run up it, hike out. It's long. It's like 30 something miles or 30, 30 miles or 28, depending on you know how you do it. But anyway, that was my King's Peak trip. You're coming with me next time because I can't, I can't do that without you again. I was, I'd like to yeah. do that again. Plus you've been walking. Especially if it's a, yeah, I'm getting better. Especially uh, when it's a hundred, like I would actually oh. like to go back there. Yeah. It was, it felt nice. It was like a high. High in the upper 70s, low 80s. Yeah, that's so. kind of perfect. All right, on the docket, uh, Pizza and Pites up at Powder Mountain. Trail tries at Powder Mountain. I think those things are still going on because they got August 5th, 12th, 19th, and 26th. The last one would be coming up here soon. Yoga in the Mountains is still going on up at Snow Basin, 9 a.m. on Saturdays. This weekend, the Ogden Bicycle Collective is having a kids' bike sidewalk sale. 
Um, if you're looking for a bicycle for your child, the sidewalk sale is from 10 a.m. to noon this Saturday at the Ogden Bicycle Collective. Swing by there, uh, pick up a bike for your kids. That's a it's a great place. And to they support. usually have some nice bikes. They rebuild them themselves. They yeah. fix them up. They make sure they're awesome to sell. So they do a really good job at the Bike Collective. Don't buy a new bike. Get one of their bikes. Get one of theirs. Discreet Cirque Series is also this weekend up at Snowbird. And then the next one is on September 5th at Brighton. And then September 26th at Alta. Okay, in the news, in the news. So I should pull up the news here. Um, well, Snow Basin added a bar at Needles Snow Basin Resort. This is according to SkiUtah.com. As pleased to announce dining improvements at Needles Lodge. I guess they're assuming that by the time mid-season or something, though, the, the the indoor dining will be a thing. Um, with addition of the well, plus years to come, you know, the Overlook is what it's called. Quote quote unquote the overlook a new full service bar and renovations to the lodge servery the updated servery is that a word server have you heard that in your industry you're from the servery 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 sounds more of a description sounds like somebody you meet is like he seems really servery Uh, will debut with a limited preview this Saturday in advance of full service operations kicking off with the 2021 winter season on Wednesday November 25th New servery reflects many of the enhancements made at Earl's Lodge leading into last winter and expands upon the high quality offerings for which uh, Snow Basin is known. Guests can come prepared to experience the ease of guest flow, increased speed of service, and new grab and go items this winter starting between weekends 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. The grill will be open with a condensed menu for guests to enjoy. The Overlook adds a f- new food. And Bev Outlet to Snow Basin with extraordinary views of Snow Basin Resort and Ogden Valley from 8,700 feet in elevation. Offerings will include a variety of beer, wine, and spirits in specialty food menu opening. Specialty food menu opening with the 2021 season. So very cool. Food. It's always good. DWR is seeking information after a bull moose found illegally killed in northern Utah was killed by a bow and arrow in rich county late last month the moose's carcass was found on july 30th a few yards from the road not far from bug lake if you know anything please reach out to dwr they would love your assistance um all right let's see what else we got here the blm blm cancels plans to auction eighty-five thousand acres around the moab around moab amid pressure from climbers after sustained advocacy from the climbing community over the last several weeks the bureau of land management or blm announced today that it has canceled its plans to auction more than eighty-five thousand acres of recreation rich land around moab utah for oil and gas leasing we'd like to thank all of the climbers around the country who responded to our call says access fund Executive Director Chris Winter, this is a big win for the climbing community and is proof that we are a powerful force for protecting public lands. Good job, climbers. Get her done. It's the access fund there in southern Utah. Funny little story out of uh, Switzerland. A, uh, a Swiss town got a bit of a shock when it started snowing particles of fine cocoa powder. What was the good chocolate company? Yeah. After the ventilation system at a chocolate factory malfunctioned, the Lint and Sprungli? Sprungeli? I think it's Lint chocolate is what the L-I-N-D-T, is. Yeah, yeah, Lint. Uh, confirmed local reports on Tuesday that there was a minor defect. <laughs> That's so awesome. In the cooling ventilation 
for a line of roasted cocoa nibs in its factory in Olten between Zurich and Bessel. Uh, the nibs fragments of crushed cocoa beans are the basis of chocolate. Combined with the strong winds on Friday morning, the cocoa powder spread around the immediate facility of the factory, leaving a fine cocoa dusting. That's so much better than our brown rain that we get out here. Oh my here. God, it's horrible. And, and then you get, I'm like, oh, it's going to rain. It'll wash my car. Opposite. Oh, opposite. 100%. It ends up completely staining it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. I'd take the chocolate sprinkles. That'd be That's even awesome. better. Yeah. It did, uh, it did cover one car quite a bit. They offered to pay for the cleaning of that car, of course. Um, a, invite a bunch of kids over to. <laughs> <laughs> no, the local dogs, man. They're going to oh get that gosh, out thing before. Um, okay. This is really cool. I'm really excited about this. And I'm. Uh, do you, you remember, didn't you meet uh, Bear Grylls with me at OR? Yes, we did. I think we did more than once. Um, he did not make us drink our own pee. But. Uh, he is, not in the conference hall. Not in the conference hall. I mean, it wasn't that dangerous there. Uh, he is he is hosting the return of the Eco Challenge, which is on. It's on uh, Netflix or Amazon, one of them. I just saw it the other day. Well, I didn't actually watch it, but I saw the. I saw that it was dubbed on. the original reality TV show of the nineties, which one of the, th- I mean, I bought the book. I'm like, this is so cool. It's adventure racing is what it is, you know? And you, yeah. it's so cool. Teams, different teams go for days. Pre survivor happens on August 14th. So that passed. Um, we got an exclusive interview with one of the competitors to learn more what all the hype is about. Last fall, 66 teams of pain, loving adventure racers from around the world descended on Fiji to compete in the world's toughest race, the Eco Challenge. And this is an interview up here on Gear Junkie. But I just wanted to tell everyone that it is... Here's a little... It's back. Yeah, at least back. the trailers are. I don't know if the whole series is up or if they're just releasing like one episode at a time. <gasps> Amazon original. Amazon, that's it. Prime 66 video. teams from 30 different countries have descended on Fiji. I have no clue what to be afraid of. I'm about to find out. To compete in the world's toughest race. The horse is a landmass, so every step is a victory. We came here to show the world who we are. To make sure that those people who feel underrepresented feel that they have a voice. I am a tough chick, and I'm proud of that. I was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. To do this race with my dad is a priceless experience. We wanted to prove that the girls in India I are strong and they can already. achieve anything. This is not a normal adventure race. 671 kilometers, mountains. I don't mind climbing, I mind dying. Jungles. I need help. Rivers. Ocean. Four hours of sleep in four days. And it is brutal. <laughs> so hard. Alright. So anyway, this is coming to there's a you know, we're promoting it. I think it looks awesome. Who knows? But oh, it sounds like fun. REI is being sued. Um apparently they had some ineffective hand sanitizer amid the uh, virus, the suit says. Um outdoor gear retailer which you never see the full name, uh, Recreational Equipment Inc., or as we know them, REI, and a Massachusetts hand sanitizer company sought to capitalize on the COVID-19 pandemic by falsely marketing an alcohol-free product as a 
quote-unquote proven alternative to alcohol sanitizers, uh, end quote, according to a punitive class action field uh, lawsuit in federal filed, class action lawsuit filed in federal court Tuesday. The suit claims REI and Wilbraham, Massachusetts-based Safe Hand Solutions LLC, were, quote, preying upon the crisis caused by the coronavirus, end quote, to boost the sales of their sanitizer, which uses benzalkonium chloride rather than alcohol. Of course, I got most of my um, mine from our local distributor here, uh, Ogden's own alcohol distributor, Ogden's own, who started making uh, sanitizer locally um, as a disinfectant when demand for sanitizing products was high. So, but despite the product's claims, there are no reliable studies to support the idea that safe hands product is an effective alternative to alcohol based hand sanitizers. The suit says countering the countering that the benzalkonium chloride product is substantially less effective. Uh, neither REI nor the safe hands have returned comments on this yet. So yeah, let's see how that goes. I think the last I heard, there's been like 100 different sanitizer companies that are, uh, it's either ineffective or it's harmful or it's... Oh, you're kidding. I mean, people to just start making it. I mean, even these breweries, distilleries, they probably, you know, had a sense of what they were doing. But I think a lot of people just dug in and they're like, oh, maybe we, maybe we didn't get it fully tested before yeah. we start distributing it. Yeah. Uh, 500 miles in 10 days. What's the, what is that? What's that average? 500 miles. What's the math on that? 500 miles in 10 days. 50. Is it 50 a day? Is it that easy of math? Yeah. Am I, am I, yeah, well. Uh, through hiker smashes a record on the Colorado Trail. Um, female with race. Let's see. Uh, Michaela flyby. Ostler's endeavor on the Colorado Trail stands out as a highlight. On July 30th, Ostler set out on an attempt to attempt the famous Colorado Trail spanning 486 miles from Denver to Durango and encompassing over 80,000 feet of vertical gain over eight mountain ranges. The Colorado Trail is a behemoth of a trek that usually takes many weeks to complete. Additionally, much of the trail sits at an elevation at above 10,000 feet. Despite this, Osler set out on the trail with the goal of completing the whole length in 14 days, and she did it in 10 days. Close. I'll be interested. She can shave that in half. 10 days, 12 hours, 36 minutes. Downright mind-blowing. Which means within two years, somebody will do it in <laughs> five days. And finally, stop feeding the moose pizza for crying out loud. Park Rangers in Jefferson County, Colorado, are requesting visitors do not feed the moose pizza. Uh, Ranger Ben Stanley was on patrol near Clear Creek Canyon when he came across about a dozen people surrounding a young moose trying to pet it and feed it pizza. Um, please, don't do that. Don't feed the, don't feed it pizza. Um, okay, that's all I have there. Okay, so the four stories. Now you choose. Bear, yeah, already two of those sound good. So. Yeah, bear sends it. Uh, Black bear sends it. Uh, grizzly bites mountain biker's helmet. Why Everest isn't the highest mountain on earth and Norwegian skiing icon busted in cocaine scandal. I'm mostly interested probably in the cocaine story, but I do like the idea of the bear sending it. Bear sending it. Okay. Bear sends it from a North Carolina porch. This is a... A video this is the cutest little black bear climbing up this porch which look at look at this porch um so we turn this up here looks very green 
Yeah, it was very green. He climbs up the porch, climbs onto the back of it's like a deck. It's called a porch. Climbs on the back of a deck, decides, you know what? I don't really want to be here, and then jumps Whoa. from the deck back to the tree, climbs down the tree in like a heartbeat. And those things are way more agile than I ever thought they were. Done. But, uh, it's yeah. like a big freaking squirrel. <laughs> Flying squirrel. It's Flying a big squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. yeah, pretty it's wild. It's a great video. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, what's next? Your 30 Cocaine story. Oh, you want the cocaine story? Yeah, we, we can um, squeeze it in. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so Norwegian ice... Uh, Norwegian skiing icon busted in cocaine scandal. It's actually a sad story. Norwegian Olympic hero Peter Northug is ex- is expecting charges of cocaine possession after being stopped for speeding and suspected of driving under the influence of drugs. Following the traffic violation, police found cocaine in his home. Northug was driving from Tassil Summer Ski School back to his home on Thursday when he was stopped for driving over 50 kph, 50 kph, 50 kilometers per hour. Over the speed limit, police suspect the 34-year-old was driving under the influence of drugs, took blood sample, and then they went and searched the home, because I guess that's what they do there, where they found cocaine, and there they seized the cocaine. Um, on Instagram, he admitted his guilt. A uh, rough translation of his post says that, I made a huge mistake last night. I was stopped by the police for speeding. I drove too fast. I was also taken to the emergency room for a blood test. In addition, the police found a small amount of drugs in my home. It's cocaine. I am desperate and afraid of what the future will bring and incredibly sorry for all those I have now disappointed. Again, I know it's going to be a criminal case now. And then I will take responsibility for what I have done. Back in 2014, Northug was, uh, he made headlines when he crashed his car in Trotheim and fled the scene. He was later convicted of driving under the influence of alcohol. So this is uh, not the first time he's been. I don't know how sad this is other than it's a wake up call. Kids don't do cocaine. (laughs) There's so many other things that you can get into. Like cocaine ruins lives. It'll, it'll, it'll seep into your no sponsors are pro cocaine. Not Coke at one time, but that was a really long time ago. Coca-Cola a long time ago. Uh, no longer, yeah. Even a small amount of cocaine. I like it. It's ju- it was just a little bit of cocaine. Just, it was just a little bag, like one little bag. I mean, uh, something worth watching. So there's um, new streaming platforms all over the place. Uh, sad. I tried to pick up uh, Peacock, but Fire Stick and Roku don't carry Peacock yet. So your LG TVs do, and um, Xbox and Apple TV all carry peacock but the two largest streamers roku and amazon fire stick they're still in negotiations so um peacock peacock nbc's yeah yeah they've uh and my dan patrick is moving to peacock and uh not, i'm gonna have to just use the laptop for that anyway tgr teton gravity research released their own streaming platform because it you know they made money by releasing these outdoorsy films every year and smart touring and they can't do that in 2020 and so in order to watch the films you can stream them on tgr's new streaming platform that they launched and it's pretty cheap it was like four bucks a month or something like that so um check out tgr's new streaming platform and all the cool videos that uh, you're used to from tgr those five ten twelve dollars are they're starting to add up they're starting they start like individually you're like, you're how like, oh, am i spending 75 dollars a month on streaming services and then you get a basic cable on top of that for your wi-fi or whatever it is you know oh yeah oh yeah all right something worth reading not everyone's gonna be interested in this but i i am because i've tried low fat diets in or high fat low carb diets in the past do high fat diets um 
work for endurance sports. And this article on outsideonline.com, it's it's high fat diets still don't boost endurance after a controversial Australian study's negative findings about low carb, high fat diet. Scientists made adjustments and ran the study again. Uh, you know, uh, I'll give you a little, you know, summer summarization. It, it still didn't come out in favor of the uh, of the high fat diet, but you can read kind of the problems with what they're looking at and everything. Um, if you are a, if you are a, what is it? LCHF diet person, low carb, high fat diet person, and you're looking to do ultras and stuff. This article may be of interest for you. It's definitely worth reading outside online.com care 30 segment. This week we have ultras on sale. We got new Nemo in stock. Um, we are getting ready for fall. I think, I think winter is going to crush it. So we're going to start pre-selling our Icelandic pre-selling our Icelandic skis, and um, we're going to start renting, doing our season rentals for skis. So if you're getting, if you're looking forward to the fall for ski season, now's the time. Come on into the shop at Gear Thirty. We've got um, uh, Ultra on sale. Still have everything you need for backpacking. Been pretty good at keeping all the backpacking stuff in stock. So. Um, and then uh, I think it was uh, S News did a list of the 50 hottest gear items for summer 2021. Mm, I don't know if anything really stands out. Um, number one, they put the Primilof Gold with Pure Technology. That's the P-U-R-E Tech, $199. It's for the Patagonia Nano Puff Jacket, which, by the way, we'll have a Gear 30 this fall, bringing in... Our first shipment of Patagonia will be around September 1st. So we'll have Patagonia this fall, and then and later in October or November, I think, is when we're getting the nano puffs in. Um, the Promise, the new synthetic insulation makes a massive dent in carbon emissions. Patagonia's nano puff will be the first jacket to feature the lightweight and highly compressible Primaloft Gold Pure. Pure stands for produced using reduced emissions. A 100% recycled synthetic microfiber material the production process saves rough, roughly half the carbon emissions by binding the synthetic fill without heat, instead using an eco-friendly treatment to cure it with air. Um, that says it's coming out next year, but um, maybe oh maybe maybe we do have to wait till anyway. We're gonna have Patagonia's nano puffs this fall. Don't know if it'll be the Pure Tech version or not. There's 50 different MSR's got a, gra, a Guardian Gravity purifier. That's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of stuff on here. It's on S News. It'll be in the show notes that you can find at thebanioncollective.com. That's all I have. Quote of the week. Life is too important to be taken seriously. Oscar Wilde. Thank you, Banyan One, for powering today's 358th episode of the Audrey Outdoor Adventure Show. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, banyancollective.com, Podbean app, Tell everybody, tell all your friends, subscribe, tune in weekly to the show. All show notes are available with the links. So if you thought something was interesting, go to thebandycollective.com. All the links are there. Um, anything else? Oh, DM us on Instagram, Ogden Adventure, if you want to say hi. Yeah. Um, what else should we mention? Oh, next week is a, a new interesting van sessions. Yes, because we are teaming with literally... And um, we'll have... We're going to force feed some 
literary education yes to the your ear holes so i will not be the host it'll be case johnston the host of the literally podcast so you're going to be the todd i am the I'll todd slash producer nice i still have to work the computer and uh yeah i'll be i'll be more taking over your position and then um but we have some tunes as well we have some we have some tunes so it'll be good yeah i think that fun. sounds like fun uh, this week's outdoor jukebox sifting through hours of crappy music speaking of van sessions we've had this particular artist on van sessions before this is lay me down from sammy brew yeah ain't nothing crappy about this no 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 john Muir would say the mountains are calling and we must go it don't mean I 